Stay true, stay real, stay righteous. What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? I'm going to have me some blackened voodoo. Mmm, that sounds tasty. Mm, blackened voodoo. This is, this is by a company called Faborg Brewing Company out of New Orleans. Right on. New Orleans. Reminds me of that uh, that that guy that's on TikTok, I think. Uh, still, still cracker. <laughs> still cracker. No, yeah, it, it's if you haven't seen it, it's like that's like yeah, that's like his uh, persona. Yeah, his persona, or whatever <laughs> his tag name. But he's yeah, it's this. I, I guess I'm assuming he's this Cajun guy, but he makes these giant like shrimp bowls and stuff. And uh, yeah, still, still cracker. Ooh, put that on a cracker. And he always, like, while he's cooking and stuff, he always likes to drink chug beer and stuff. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> and while we wait, we hydrate. <laughs> I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of going to y'all house and y'all shrimp don't peel. <laughs> I'm going to show how to make a good boy. Man, I love. I put love, that on a cracker. <laughs> I, love, I love characters like that, man. <laughs> no Orleans. <laughs> Black and voodoo. <laughs> Baby, put that on a cracker. Man, it's a good dark smoky mm, My favorite. Smoky. <sighs> so, you know how I'm always talking about bizarre experiences that I have at work. All right. Oh, yeah. it never fails. You're, you're <laughs> always having bizarre experiences. <laughs> and I don't know how it's, it is for other people's workplace, but, you know, sometimes <laughs> it really freaks me out when I have these bizarre experiences at work with grown-ups and they do very bizarre things for reasons <laughs> I don't understand. I've explained it to somebody. At times, it feels like you, you're going into the insane asylum only <laughs> to find that the patients are wandering the hallway, <laughs> doing whatever they want to, shitting all over the place, whatever, and you've got to somehow get through the day <laughs> with these patients. Anyways, point is, so today, so the other day, we had an incident where... Um, we had, <laughs> so in the men's bathroom, we had this major overflow. Oh, no. One of the toilets had this major overflow, water everywhere. God. And water, <laughs> water and other feces Naturally, and everything else. Right. So, so as the, <laughs> the, uh, we have a company that comes in and actually does like our custodian stuff, cleans the bathrooms, change all the garbage, stuff really? like that. The person cleaning the bathroom had gone in to, I guess, <laughs> clog the toilet. And... <laughs> They, uh, you know, they ended up having to stick their hand in there to unclog it, and naturally they thought they were going to, you know, somebody had just, I guess, either had some horrendous lunch, <laughs> uh, indigestion, or used too much toilet paper. Right. Uh, but it actually ended up being an entire roll of toilet paper that had been shoved into, like, the, the pipe. Really? She flushed. Oh, man. So someone had intentionally... Someone was pissed off. Had, yeah, for whatever reason, used the bathroom, shoved a, a thing of toilet paper into the drain yeah. to overflow the toilet. <laughs> so, you know, an investigation must I mean, unfold sucks. to figure out who it is. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's with those bizarre... Uh, it's another one of those bizarre stories where I'm like, why? I just don't... I just... I don't understand. 
Everybody's just here to do a job. I mean, it's stories. <laughs> it's stories like that what? that always remind me why I do not miss working in the workforce. <laughs> why you don't? <laughs> why I do not miss a day job? Holy shit! It's freaky out there. The hey, the, the world's kind of freaky when you're strange, right? When you're strange. Dun, dun, dun. So your uh, so your daughter is at uh, I guess a live musical tonight. Oh yeah. And it's, Blippi the Musical. So it's called Blippi the Musical. So I had, I've never heard of this. Blippi the yeah. Musical. What is Blippi the What is Blippi? Well, I mean, if anybody, if anybody's got young kids, or who is Blippi? They pro, they're probably he, he's like a YouTube star. He's kind of like okay. a YouTube sensation, but he's 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 more or less like a modern day Pee Wee Herman. They're like, <laughs> they're like <laughs> yeah, I mean. He can, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, he's not he's not to that extremity, but but I mean, he kind of has like he does weird things, you know. Um, you know, he's always dancing around and he's always you know doing flips. So and, so let me ask you this: is he like is has, this is this character is this like by a certain? Okay, so um, you know, Blue's Clues. You had Steve or whatever. Right, that was like a, a that was a Nickelodeon right TV show. Is this? Part of some official channel, or is this just a guy who's doing this on his own? No, from my, from what I've collected, I've never actually researched it. the The only reason I'm aware of it is because it seemed like <laughs> when he came into prominence, it was very like his videos seemed very much like YouTube videos. A lot of them was like him doing stuff just in his backyard, and he'd like have like a blow up pool with you know like different colored sailboats or something yeah. in it, and he'd go over to the pool and this one's green. This one's blue, you know, and 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 Blake would just be like captivated by it. Really? No, wow. I mean it was, and, and it was really cool because she actually learned a lot from it. As as harmful as ever, you know. Um, screen time, screen time's awful for the kids. I'm like, man, shit. She learns a lot from that stuff, though. <laughs> I'm like, who am I? <laughs> You're like, oh, she might learn more from that Hell yeah. than me. <laughs> but I mean, really, it was really cool. Um, it it, it was really neat. So. But as time's gone on, like, I've even walked into stores before, and now I see, like, blippy coloring books. So, like, he's oh, grown man. into so something it's, much it's becoming big. a right. thing. Well, so I mean. Now, he, now he's got Blippy the musical. Well, that's what I was going to say. So, <laughs> so it, it's kind of interesting, because if it is somebody who just started their own YouTube channel mm-hmm. and, for whatever reason, chose to be a child t- TV character. Yeah, kind of like Barney or something. It's or like, or that's kind of cool that they're at at least a level that somebody's created a musical. Right. Uh, hey, hey, maybe that'll be maybe that'll be our successful path. because The Hamilton Brothers musical? Yeah, well, no, not the musical, oh. but, you know, just one of our, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, we'll make some kind of musical. A reinterpretation of Jesus Christ Superstar. Chris Hamilton is Judas. Alex Hamilton. It's sweeping the nation by storm. Cool. Eric Clapton being Jesus Christ. Why should you want to know who? <laughs> That was a huge mis. You had to correct me on that. I seriously thought for all those years that Eric Clapton no, and I don't was remember, Jesus in that. And that I don't was, remember the name of the the person who played mm-hmm. him, but it wasn't Eric Clapton though. No, man, <laughs> that would be kind of cool. So I don't know. I kind of feel ashamed now because how much more interesting would it be to have always watched Jesus Christ Superstar? Unbelievable! Man, that was Eric Clapton, man. It's cool. Eric Clapton played Jesus one time. I mean, I it makes sense, that, but I don't know. I guess. <laughs> To me, it would make sense. You can That's the just obvious. keep on believing if, that. If you're going to make a rock opera about the last days of Jesus, the obvious choice would be Eric Clapton <laughs> to play Jesus Christ. Obviously. He was sent to us by God. And it just shows him coming right. out of the sky with a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Lay love. Lay, that's what it is. <laughs> Got me on my knees. Lay love. I mean, think about it. Even the guitar riffs in in the in the the seventies. I've only ever seen the the seventies version of, <laughs> yeah. of Jesus Christ Superstar. But even like the guitar riffs in yeah. it are kind of like real funky Clapton style riffs. <laughs> <in it. laughs> oh, it is. It I is kind of funky. Is. Yeah, I guess it you. is. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. I mean, I who, think it's who was the writer. So it was the same. Oh, what's his name? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd yeah. Webber. Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Interesting. Well, I think we talked about that before. His the the kind of the theory behind we had what, yeah. what he was maybe trying to communicate through that that interesting Eric Clapton. We need to see <laughs> a far more a far more relatable and empathetic view on mm. on Jesus and Judas. A big big time on Judas as characters. R- really cool takes. Mm-hmm. Really interesting takes of the music and stuff. And I think we've always said I kind of notoriously do not enjoy musicals. They're just, they don't stimulate <laughs> me that much. But it's man, I really, I really good. like that one though. I like all the music yeah. in it. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's phenomenal. Probably one of the best musicals ever. You know, it's interesting to wonder how the first musical came to be. Because you understand, you know, man, you know, uh, for a long time has had music of some form. Right. And then we also understand that theater at some point became something human beings did. So at what point did they sort of cross this? I would assume it's like a derivative of ballet and opera. I mean, those would be the yeah. earliest forms of like musicals. Right. And as time went on, I mean, ju- so just storytelling, as... Storytelling, yeah. Right, just as, you know, there was a point in time where musicals were all kind of... They were very traditional in a sense. Mm-hmm. Tradition, <laughs> tradition. <laughs> so, Fiddler on the roof. <laughs> but but I mean, think of, as time went on, you know, and and our culture, um, our culture expanded. Now we we ran into new alliterations of musicals. Mm-hmm. So now we have rock operas. So I mean, it, you can kind of see. I mean, it makes sense to me that it all derives from. It just kind of like um, modern music derives from blues music. There's always an origin point of coinciding cultures and ideas that create new genres in anything because it's always growing, it's always ever expanding. That's, it's, a, that's art, right? As a society, <laughs> we sculpt right. it. We sculpt culture. We we sculpt those types of things. It, it's fascinating to think about human beings being one of the few creatures, really, the only creatures on planet Earth that create art. And why? Why do we seek that need to do that in some form or another? Well, I think it's. I think it's maybe a fulfillment of vision. Think so? Well, I've, I, I, I could see that because I've oftentimes thought it's interesting because to me art is something that a person, I guess, does visualize in their mind and sort of brings into reality in some form or another, whether visually, through sound, mm-hmm. um, it, it's through a form words. Of un- yeah. it's, it's a form of understanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we as humans intrinsically seek an understanding about everything. Now, a lot of people will say that manifests in ways like purpose or fate or ideas, any any existential ideas. But I think we all intrinsically look for for truth and understanding in in anything. I think ignorance is created through a lack of not being able to or a lack of not wanting to understand. And I think that 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 word is weaponized a lot nowadays and is really taken out of context when we call people ignorant. I don't think it's something that should even be used in a a very derogatory way. You know, we deter ignorance. We don't we don't embrace it, but we don't use we don't use those ideas as weapons Mm -hmm. to suppress people. 
Right. But I think that's why we do things like that. We're weird. Like, we do weird stuff. Yes, we are. We're pretty weird. Well, I mean, think about, think about the process of, of you know, like, like couples having relationships. We seek a deeper level of understanding in what we're doing with each other. I mean, in the animal kingdom, procreation is, is 100% natural. It's not even thought about. It just is something you do. It's how it works. Well, we as humans are, are far more aware than that. So therefore, we need to understand it more. So what do we do? Since the beginning of time, we've tried to start figuring each other out <laughs> and how we can make it work. And I don't think either one of us have, have figured out anything <laughs> at all, ever. We just, some people it works, some people it doesn't. And It, it reminds me <laughs> Well, I think it's. I, I, yeah. I think a lot of times. Well, I think a lot of times, especially as a society right now, we think far too deeply into that kind of stuff. Everybody needs to narrow it down to facts and figures and numbers and understandings and what do I want? What do I deserve? Why should I have all these things? When at the end of the day, it's it's a it's a very hubris approach to that whole topic because what do you feel? What is it that you feel for a person? Mm-hmm. Are you allowing disillusion and superficiality to dictate your choices and who you want to understand and who you want to get to know? A lot of our society does that as a whole now. We're very superficial. Why do you think that is? Very superficial. Well, because culturally we're just we're we're just ignorant. We don't seek deeper truths in anything anymore. Think about it. One of the biggest things that that you could probably give it, you know, that you could attest to, you always bring it up all the time. You you talk about how you say all this random stuff at work, and everybody's always kind of like baffled by it. But here's the point of that. You're thinking about things that people generally just aren't thinking about. I think a lot of people lack substance anymore because they lack an understanding of who they are. It's not about what what you think makes you happy. Maybe I'm just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm just the crazy guy. Well, I think if even if that is the truth, the only correlation I I can still make the same correlation. Mm -hmm. You, but you, you, you know who you are though. You're pretty self aware. Hey, I know this is weird, and I know that it's really strange that that I say these things. But I don't know. (laughs) You talk. You say it all the time. I don't know why I say it though. It just is what it is. I just retain information as strange, but you're very self aware of that. So. Self-awareness is one of the, the keystones mm. to being, you know, to having a deeper sense of consciousness. And I think that you really achieve that. But a lot of people, they say, what do I think will make me happy? What do I think I want? What do I think I deserve? And the real question is, what do you deserve? Mm-hmm. What do you want? What will really make you happy? Mm-hmm. And a lot of those questions can't be answered by society. A lot of those questions are answered by you, yourself. From within. Exactly. Take the time to look within and understand who you are so you can understand what it is you want. We suppress that as a society because we all gravitate towards these forms of tribalism. Mm -hmm. We're really good at that. The issue with that is I think that's a very archaic way to, to commune and to govern yourself. Tribalism is primitive. We're, We're far more, we should be far more advanced than that by now. Instead of instead of trying to follow other people, why don't you try to figure yourself out first? Right. I mean, once you once you do that, you no longer question. You know what you believe. You know what you stand for, and you're not afraid of it anymore. You don't cower behind other people or other ideologies to justify your thoughts and mm-hmm. your actions. You you hold yourself accountable, 
And that is true power. If people can understand how liberating that can be when you can really access who you are as a person and what and, and you know what, what it is you need and what you desire and what you want from this life. Once you can wrap your head around those understandings, the, the possibilities are unlimited. Literally. Nothing holds you. You're not scared anymore. You're not living within the constructs of what you're told to live within. You're not living within society's rules anymore. You're participating. You say that all the time. I'll, I'll participate. Look around you, Neo. <laughs> I mean, you, you do. think these people... <laughs> really know what they're doing well i mean there's it's funny you say that there's a really interesting quote from that point in the movie in the matrix when when morpheus is showing neo the simulation itself mm. he's like showing mm. him a computer program of it they're inside of it but he makes the point that some of the people are so hopelessly devoted to the system that's been constructed for them that they'll do anything they can to protect it even though we're trying to free them and that's mm. a really interesting concept because it goes to show you, I'll give you a prime example. Our sister, our sister, who is an absolutely wonderful human being, one of the smartest, one of the most kindest, one of the most empathetic, wonderful human beings on this planet. We were having, we like to have philosophy, you know, we, we like to have philosophical conversations. We like to talk about all these, you know, world events and all the crazy stuff happening. But one of the things that we talk about is, you know, this pivotal year of 2030 that's always being put forward. You know, the year of the Great Reset, the year of great change. Close time frame, by mm -hmm. the way. But we talk about that, and she made the comment one time, and she said, I really hope nothing happens in, like, the year 2030. I wish it, I wish they can just put the apocalypse off, and I would be fine with that. Yeah. Delay the apocalypse, please. That's what she was asking. Yeah. But it's so funny because that's such a delusional take on it. But at the same time, <laughs> why is that wrong, though? Right. Think about it. Because our sister, she operates within the confines of the reality that she's given, but she's content and peaceful with it. Mm -hmm. She does things that that complement her interests mm -hmm. and her understandings about herself. So she's figured out a way to make it work really well mm -hmm. for herself. But at the same time, she's also saying you know what, I really just want to sit on the couch and put on my headphones and read a book. And I just want mm -hmm. to enjoy myself. I want to be in this moment. I want to experience this time. She doesn't want to worry about the outside world and the tragedy that can be so close. She doesn't want to think it. She just wants to live. And I think that's a very noble... I just want to live before <laughs> I die. I think it's a very noble... Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like... It's kind of like a, a form of contentment. It's almost like a philosophical form, mm -hmm. essentially. You know, you accept sure. you accept the illusion and you make it work for you. I think that a lot of people live under that. When I say an illusion, I'm talking about kind of like the constructs of our society and what we operate within. If anybody wants to understand how our government operates, go work for a corporation. The CEO, the board <laughs> CEO is literally an administration. That's all it is. It's the trickle-down stuff. No, I really enjoy talking about this philosophical stuff. We've... We have st we started a project almost a year ago, and it's more of us talking about you know religion, philosophy, alien gods, based. right? All that, all that crazy <laughs> stuff. Well, you know, it, it just it's it's a very it's a very spiritual based um, the taboo, yeah, a very spiritual based uh, show that we kind of wanted to start. We never really did, um, but we've been working. I mean, but, but I still think we need to we we. we 
we keep talking about bringing it back, and I, I seriously have started looking at it, especially with especially with the things that we that we talk a lot about now that we don't talk on here, especially with as much more knowledge that we have about some of these subjects that we can speak on. We've also been working on um, filming. We're actually going to be doing maybe I was thinking maybe one live show a month or one live show every two months, um, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. But we've already started. We've already filmed a, re- a recording. Um, there, it's it's Put not some ex- faces to the voices, right? Right. It's not exactly where I want it to be <laughs> at the moment before we release. It's a work it. in progress, right? But we're going to be releasing a preview. It'll probably be like a ten minute, probably like we'll probably just make it like a, in a format. And this will be through YouTube, by the way. Right. We're going to start a YouTube channel, and we are going to try to start doing some some video because that's one of the biggest things we keep getting. Anybody who talks to us tells us they want to they want to <laughs> see us for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> wanna, okay, you asked for it. Right. Remember. You wanted this, <laughs> you know. We've our sound has been improved significantly. We've had a lot of, um, we've actually had a lot of success on good pods. We've been we've been climbing yeah. the ranks on there. Yeah, I get an email every week saying it seems like we keep getting further and further to the top. Um, I think of like the leisure section in the podcast. I think we were number twenty five the last time I checked. So we've been climbing. We it all started with us just getting into the top one hundred, and now as time gone has gone on, it seems like we've been climbing even closer to the top. So. Hopefully that'll yield some good results. Hey, maybe we'll be, be able to call back Manscaped yeah. soon. I can start allowing my hairy body to grow out, <laughs> so we can get a nice, good woolly right. Mass Every going. Saturday we do live. You know, shaving I'm, I'm thinking kind of like an awesome Powers look. You know, <laughs> I can just pull my shirt off and there's just a rug waiting, <laughs> and then I can yeah, I can just have one of their blades and say if you know. <laughs> And that's what it'll be. It'll be me. I can shave off this rug oh, no. and then show like how powerful <laughs> and wonderful Manscaped products are. We need to send. We need to. If we, you're a beast like me. <laughs> man beast. Man beast. Cheetah. <laughs> well, Chris, as always, it's been good. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what you heard tonight, we are streaming on all major platforms. And you can check us out on any of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, everybody stay true, stay real, stay righteous.